Okay, hi everyone. Thanks for joining me today. It's me, Anaya. I am 19 years old, and with me I have... Jamil, I'm 20 years old. And... Cameron, I'm 20 years old. The title of today's episode is entitled Dating Yourself. And within that, me and my guests are going to talk about a number of ways to give yourself self-love and also a number of ways to keep giving yourself self-love. But first, I wanted to ask my guests, what are your definitions of dating yourself? Jamel, you can go ahead. Um, I would say dating yourself is, is getting to know you and loving yourself and yearning for a relationship with yourself and not anybody else. Okay, Kim. Okay, um, self-love to me is choosing yourself every time, whether that be romantic relationships, family, school, work, um, and just kind of like being able to decipher who you are, why you act the way you act, and choosing yourself every time. Okay, for me, I would say that dating yourself is just, you know, pouring into yourself, nurturing yourself, taking care of yourself, you know, and not putting others above you. Yes, I know it's okay to, you know, want to make sure your other people are okay or make sure that other people are doing fine, but make sure that you're having that same, you know, care for other people that you have for yourself. You know, if you just do one good thing for yourself today, you can like look in the mirror and say, yeah, today I did this for myself and it benefited me. You know, just things like that. Just making sure that you're pouring into yourself because at the end of the day, all you do have is you. So you just want to make sure that you take care of yourself. Okay, so now I'd like to know, like, personally within you guys, like, what is your favorite way of, like, um, dating yourself or, like, your favorite trick on giving yourself self-love? Like, like I was saying, like, what makes you be able to look in the mirror at the end of the day and be like, yeah, I did this today and it benefited me and made me love myself, uh, like, a little bit more? Oh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, for me, I think that a big part of self-love for myself is just having the understanding that, like, at the end of the day, it's me, right? Like, it's my life, and I have to be the one to 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 live it and love myself because I feel like a lot of the times we... I don't know, I feel like a lot of people want want to depend on another person to fulfill certain spaces. But for me, I more so just, um, I try to find self-love on the spiritual side of things. So I just pray a lot and I just ask God to ground me. And I really just, anytime that I think about wanting other people to fulfill certain things, I ask myself what skills I have within me to fulfill those mm-hmm. things. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know, you can have as many close friends and family members that you want, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you really have you within yourself. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Alright. Kim? Still kind of working on that, mm-hmm. so um, there are a lot of different things that take into place, but um, I would say practicing my spirituality, journaling every day, listening to music that is more so uplifting than it is sad, um, Taking the time to look at yourself in the mirror and say you're beautiful without having, like, and I'm, that's the part I'm still working on, but, um, you yeah. are beautiful. 
Period. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, that's good. My favorite way of self, you know, taking self care and care of myself, I think would be um. Well, I am. I'm still working on it. I can admit that there is a lot of things that I need to figure out about myself in ways that I, you know, love to give myself love. Um, right now, I'm working on my favorite one, and it's sleeping. Um, I find that sleeping helps a lot. <laughs> um, get your rest, and you wake up with clear skin. But another one would be the music. I'll, I'll say music, singing, um, listening to my favorite songs. I have like 58 playlists that I've made. But my favorite one that always helps to relax me and calm me is my musical playlist. Um, that does it for me. I kind of feel like like musical soundtracks hit better than regular soundtracks sometimes. But yeah, that's how I feel. So um, is there any advice that you feel like you can give people to, you know, love themselves um it, it's taken me it's still taking me a long time to like figure out this aspect but like fuck what other people say mm -hmm. right like whatever they say and at the end it doesn't matter because it's their opinion of you not it's not who you are it's what they view you as right so whether that be your looks whether that be the way you talk the way you act your personality your intellect <clears throat> at the end of the day what a stranger says on the sidewalk doesn't matter it's like you just have to kind of i don't want to say brush it off your shoulder because words hurt but you have to take that and be like oh damn they probably feel mad about themselves, right? So I just say when it comes to opinions, fuck everybody else's opinion and just listen to what's in your heart and just be true to who you are. Uh, for me, like when I think about how to improve on that like self-love journey, I always think about like, especially like when I know that I'm trying to improve on my self-love, you know, sometimes how you get criticism mm -hmm. on certain things. People say things you don't like. When I know that I'm on, on a self-love journey, what I do is somebody will say something I don't like, and I'll just think in my mind how I can turn it positive mm -hmm. for myself, put a positive spin on it. And I also think it's very important to not be, because I think humans, we can be so defensive sometimes, and I think... Sometimes I feel like when people say things or, you know, if you hear something you don't like about you, sometimes you really just have to be like, well, is it that or is it, you know, sometimes you can't. Part of the problem with not loving yourself is that you try to create this idea about yourself and then anytime mm -hmm. somebody tells you something, you feel like, you know, everybody's always against you. Oh, but yeah. sometimes I feel like you can take that mm -hmm. and be so much stronger from it. You can take it and, and turn it into something else. Even if that's not what that person meant, you can take it and be like, okay, well, this person said that I had, had an attitude. Okay, well, maybe I'm just outspoken. Maybe I just can't get my point across well or, mm -hmm. some, or you know, something like that. I kind of like to think of it in that way. So much of my process has to do with 
how I communicate with people and how I deal with people and, and how I take what people say to me. Mm -hmm. That it, it improves me personally. I really, I really, really like that, especially um, the part where you said um, that you know, in order to love yourself, you have to make sure that you checked off the box of not getting defensive when someone says something that you don't like and feel like the whole world is against you because that is a part I really need to work on. I, I've i been told, you can vouch, Katrina, my mother, <laughs> my mother has told me on more than one occasion that I get very defensive about things that she said that I don't like and I turn as if she's against me when that's not the case and I can take accountability for that I do do that so I, I really liked that you said that because that's something about myself that I want to work on that I haven't gotten around to yet but it's very important um, my advice that I would give to someone um, to do better in self-loving themselves is don't be afraid to take the time to yourself do not be afraid to take time to yourself. One thing about me is I'm very family oriented. I'm very friend oriented. My friends are like a home away from home for me. I would love to be with my friends every day if I could. If I like, I love them very much and I love being around them because they bring me another form of happiness that I may not see day to day when I don't talk to them. And you know, I used to, I, I mean, I do love to be around my friends, but I used to love it so much that like I would be scared to do things by myself or I would be scared to, you know, every decision I would make and want to do, I'd think, I wonder if my friends would want to do this, or I wonder how so-and-so would like this, or if so-and-so would have something else to say about this, or I wonder, like, you know, I can't do this unless I'm with so-and-so. But then when you're depending on other people, you know, everybody's on a different schedule. So I would miss out on things that I really wanted to do and I really thought I would enjoy to do because I was too scared to do it alone. And that, you know, I probably passed up a lot of opportunities because of that. So that would really be my big thing is to say, don't be afraid to take yourself out on dates. Don't be afraid to sit at a restaurant by yourself. Don't be afraid to, you know, even, you know, take trips by yourself, days at the mall by yourself. It doesn't have to be big. I like to do this a lot when I'm at home, sitting outside on the grass, touching earth while reading a book, just doing or listening to music, just doing something that you know, is by yourself so that you're able to, you know, be comfortable with yourself. Because some people aren't comfortable enough to stay alone with themselves because then everything in their mind comes to negative. I used to do this a lot too. I, when I wasn't comfortable with myself, being by myself felt like torment because all I did was think of negative thoughts about myself and beat myself up about certain situations. But when I had to realize, you know, and grow within myself, it got easier to sit alone and do things, you know, and not think so negatively. So, yes, I would say just don't be afraid to do things by yourself, you know, or just take time to yourself, you know. It's good to be around others, but it's also good to be around yourself. Mm -hmm. um, anybody, you know, else have anything to add? I, I think that's very, what you're just saying about spending time with yourself is important. Mm -hmm. I've been through that too, where mm -hmm. you are by yourself and you can only think of negative things and that's just a sign of proof that you should be mm -hmm. spending more time with yourself because, you know, anytime that you can be around other people and not feel that, they're only feeling in, feeling in a temporary space. You should be able to be comfortable with yourself anywhere that you go. So mm -hmm. it's good to like, that's why I like 
like when you think about like uh, words of affirmation, mm-hmm. like what you do. When you Cameron do, does that when about. she puts them on the mirror. That's so I love that. And people don't believe in words of affirmation or, or manifestation of, of saying mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. to yourself and, and what you can have and getting up and saying, I will get over this. I, I will do this. Mm-hmm. I will be successful. I will. That is such an important mm-hmm. part of it because I believe that, you know, words just, words just have power. And what you put out into mm-hmm. the world is what you get. And so I feel like, you know, that's just so important to do by yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's one thing to do things that you enjoy by yourself. But when you have the intent on improving your self-care and your Mm self-love, it just empowers. It just makes the whole thing so much better because you are focused on my self-love and my Mm self-care. You know, whether that be, like I said, prayer or words of affirmation or whatever it is, that's also a very important part of mm-hmm. being by yourself when you're doing what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So Cameron, I wanted to ask you because I, before we had like became roommates and it's still on the mirror and I saw it on the mirror and I would always say like, she has her words of affirmation on the mirror, you know, I love to happen in the mirror. You know, I love to happen in the mirror. So I was like, I wonder if, you know, you put them on the mirror, you know, for a specific reason and how that makes you feel because that's also advice that I could say would be good advice to, you know, speak things out into the atmosphere, put it on your mirror, put it on your phone case, put it on your wall, put it on the first thing you see when you wake up in the morning. So um, just go, you know, how does that, what does that do for you? Um, I have, I've always struggled with self-image and mm-hmm. what I look like and how I feel about what I look like. I always thought I wasn't pretty, right? So, um, I've come at a, at an age where I need to figure out how the hell am I going to deem myself as pretty? What do I have mm-hmm. to do to do that? Right. And I, I went to, went to therapy that didn't help mm-hmm. meditating, doing all the other stuff wasn't really helping. So I'm like, okay, okay. Affirmation. So I always put them, I put them on my phone, reminding myself to say them daily, put it on my mirror, things like that. So because I lack, I like, I need to see those things in order to hopefully trick my brain into believing it, right? And um, that's why I did that. And the impact it has on me, I'm, I'm stubborn. So it's gonna take a while for it to actually like even come into effect where I actually believe that I'm beautiful, right? So something's happening. It's not really there yet. It was a lot worse, but something's happening. So we'll see. Okay, I understand that. So another topic I wanted to talk about, me and Mel had spoke about this earlier today. Well, not even today, like a couple minutes ago. But we had spoke <laughs> about this. And it's basically like, Cam, I don't know if you heard, but um, there's like a celibacy like debate going on within like our generation of people. And uh, people are basically going back and forth saying if they feel like it's important to, you know, practice a self, mm-hmm. you know, a celibacy journey um, when you're being intimate. Like, is there a purpose to it? Like, does it work? Um, so, yeah, so I just want to see what everyone has to say about that and, you know, if you feel like that's of importance or not. <laughs> uh, I, intent, intention always matters, so mm-hmm. I think that 
is different for everybody. Sometimes, sometimes people are still a bit out of trauma, mm-hmm. and um, I, what works for you works for you. But I think that sometimes it, it can harm you more because you have to have an, in, an, an intent on self healing, and sometimes you just say, "Okay, well, I'm going to invest." And having a relationship with somebody and get to know them, but then we're not going to have sex because I've had traumas. So then, how do you then expect yourself to move on further with, you know, further with that person or that relationship or whatever? So I think there's kind of a gray area when you do it that way. I think that um, I think that a lot of the times when when I think of a celibacy journey, mm-hmm. I just think of it as like a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I feel like that's what it should be for everybody. Mm-hmm. And everybody's different, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's there's so much more power in that. Um, even when you just think about like, oh, like oh, I've never had sex before. Oh, I'm a virgin. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between it just not happening and you saying, oh, I'm waiting for this. I'm mm-hmm. waiting for this meaningful uh, thing in my life. I'm waiting for marriage. The intent is so much more impactful because when you say, oh, I'm waiting and, and Take it from like a Christian standpoint or a spiritual standpoint mm-hmm. and say that you're reading the Bible, you're reading verses about celibacy, you're reading verses about all of that stuff. You will find yourself so much more spiritually mm-hmm. grounded in that because you're, that's your intent. Mm-hmm. Now, that's from a spiritual standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, some people just do it like, I, I don't like the fact that it's like a challenge you sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, like the whole, I'm not going to say the full phrase, but the, the November thing. Oh, the no-nut November. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I don't like the fact that it's a challenge because it's just like, that's something, you know, within yourself. And mm-hmm. I'm sure some people have tried it and be like, okay, maybe I actually like, mm-hmm. you know, okay. But, <laughs> you know, I feel, I don't really like it as a challenge yeah. because it's like, that's something a person finds within themselves. Mm-hmm. I've always thought of celibacy as a spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. So when it becomes a challenge, it's kind of like, what are you gaining from it? Yes. Basically. Okay, Kim. Okay, so, um, I, I, I like the idea of it, right? Mm-hmm. And knowing that, not, okay, not necessarily, I, I don't like the fact that it's a challenge. That's ridiculous to me. Very. Pointless because, Play too much. And <laughs> in all odds, your intention is not fair, right? Yeah. But I think a celibacy, celibacy, baby, celibacy, baby, celibacy. I think with that whole thing, like stopping the sexual intercourse, I, I think that can be good, right? Because when you're in a relationship for so long, say it be three or four months, y'all fucking almost every week, right? So, orgasming every week. <laughs> so, like, y'all getting it in. I mean, uh-huh. and it's expected to have a connection that can be seen as love when it's actually lust, right? So, when you stop that physical connection, that sexual connection, then there becomes more times where you can be intimate in different ways. You can be... Having having intellectual conversations, mm-hmm. you can be talking about what 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 you want your babies to be named. Do yeah. you want? That's do why you want, yeah. how, What type of ring do you want? What mm-hmm. things like that, like cute stuff. Yeah. And not even that. It can be about 
you're talking about your spirituality. Um, you're talking about how Just you feel about and hell. Money talking management. about how you want to live, money management, things like that. Intimacy can happen in so many different ways. It does not just need to be sex, right? So I think practicing celibacy for the sake of your relationship when you feel like things are getting like too sexual, mm -hmm. because a relationship is not all about sex. There's uh -oh. so many things to being in a relationship, right? So I feel like it's important to practice that if need be, right? So that brings me to this question because I've seen this be a debate too. The whole, it's like a meme that goes around like once every year, y'all know how social media be. Mm -hmm. But they basically, it's like the woman and the man are laying in bed and the woman's basically like, you know, I don't want to have sex tonight, da 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 And the man's like, well, this is like the third week you haven't wanted to do anything, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And men would share it and be like, that's what gets y'all like left or cheated on or something like that. And then I saw this girl, she shared that and she was like, well, what if I'm practicing a celibacy journey or what if I'm practicing a self-love journey and I want to take time, you know, from doing sexual things that for however long I want to take that, that shouldn't affect our relationship. Mm -hmm. And it was a debate about that and people were going back and forth because some people were like, well, just because you're practicing your celibacy journey doesn't mean that, you know, I shouldn't, you know, be getting my sex in it. Or there was another comment, and it was like, um, what did it say? She was basically, oh, a man was basically like debating the time frame of how long a woman wants to take for her celibacy journey. And he was like, um, I respect, he was like backhanded, but he was like, I respect taking a celibacy journey, but if we're in a relationship, <laughs> if we're in a relationship, um, you should have a time frame on your celibacy journey. Why is you in a relationship with me? I'm not taking a celibacy journey, but you're taking a celibacy journey for two weeks. Now I'm two weeks without no sex. So how does everybody feel about this? We're collected thoughts, but. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I truly think that's ridiculous, right? Okay, so yes. I feel like when you're in a relationship, you need to let them know. Be like, hey, I'm feeling X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I need to be on a journey for self-love, mm -hmm. and I'm practicing the celibacy. <laughs> I promise y'all my friend is smart. <laughs> celibacy, baby. <laughs> celibacy, right? So, if that partner is all in, whoever, boyfriend, girlfriend, non-binary, whatever they are, mm -hmm. if they're in then it should be like, and I'm saying like in within, like in the relationship as a partnership, not even in love, like in there for everything, right? They should be like, yeah, no problem. Even though, yes, some people take sex differently. Some people think sex should be an everyday thing. We're a couple, that's what couples do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when you're gonna get, say you're gonna get, this is your fiance, you're gonna get married to this person. like. There's so many other factors to take in when you're loving somebody. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think love should just, I don't think being in a relationship should be solely based on like sex and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That that shouldn't be your, and I get like certain men, they do have the tendency to be like, okay, I just want to fuck, right? Mm -hmm. But you're, you say you're in love or this is my blah, 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 but if you're in love and and you're you're genuinely you genuinely love this person, what is the problem with them practicing their celibacy when 
the relationship is not supposed to be basically so based off of sex. Like I just, yeah. Oh, you can go now, yeah. Okay, so I feel like, so, okay, so going back to what you said about, okay, so what if I'm on this celibacy journey, mm -hmm. right? The thing is that sometimes I feel like we go into relationships and there are nonverbal expectations and nonverbal understandings because everybody just has this understanding of what a relationship is supposed to look like. So I personally feel like in your mind, if that changes, then, and I say this about everything, communication is key to everything, literally. Yes. All you have to do is, is talk. And even if the conversation doesn't go the way you think it should go, your communication is, is what matters. So, I don't know, I think it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. There are some scenarios where a girl might say she's so big and she might give her man a pass. To do what he wants to do, and if that works for them, that works for them. Mm -hmm. There's some people who, you know, oh, I'm celibate. All of a sudden, and we've been doing this the whole time, and now we're just stopping. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, that's not gonna work. You I know? agree. So, you know, I know it, it. It would make sense to, you know, it would sound lovely for all men to be like, or even if it was roles reversed, mm -hmm. it would it would be lovely, you know, for the partner to be like. Oh yeah, do your celibacy journey. You know what? I'll do it too. I'm sure everybody wants wants it that way. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that's just you know that's just not how it goes. Mm -hmm. I, I just think, you know, for me that's why I think sometimes it's important that if you want to be celibate, just don't have. If you can't avoid it, just don't have that type of relationship with somebody yeah. at that time. Because really, being celibate is about you. Yes. So, That's exactly what I was about to say before my answer. It's about you. So it's and it's not it takes away it's not just about I'm not having sex. What people don't understand is, is that throughout that process with your intentions that you're having, it is improving your it's improving your mentality, it's yes. improving your spirituality, it's improving so many other things. It's not just about your lack of having a, a sensation or a feeling. It's literally to improve you it, it changes an experience mm -hmm. is the idea of it so you know i personally i think that if that's your reason then you should not be in a relationship I oh go ahead oh, i'm sorry okay maybe maybe it's because i crave an emotional relationship more than i crave a sexual one mm -hmm. that i would be completely pissed if my partner was like Fuck no, I have to have sex with somebody, right? I have to get my whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't see, I, I'm not understanding why somebody that's in love and has this connection with somebody be like, fuck you, no, right? Mm -hmm. I just, personally, because like I said, I crave an emotional connection more. If somebody, if my partner was to come up to me and be like, I want to practice this X, Y, and Z, okay, do you. And I may join you, right? Mm -hmm. um, like I said, maybe that's because my idea of love is different, but that's, yeah. Okay, I could see that because I've, I've been in a conversation with people who had that conversation before and somebody threw out that point and somebody Throughout another point, it's just like, and I met some people like this. Some people, I don't know what it is, but some people just feel like they need to have, like, sex. Like, it's like 
it feel for them. Like, it's just like what they have to have. And some people, I've met some people that they went through trauma and something traumatic happened to them and they became very hypersexual. And it's like, they just have to have sex. Like, it's just something that is just like, because of that trauma or because of that feeling, it's like they can't go without that. And then it's like, well, how do you, like, that's why I feel Therapy. like, that's, Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say therapy. Yeah. And that's why I just feel like, because everyone always says like that whole opposites attract thing. That's why I just feel like it's very important that when you get in a relationship, sexual or non-sexual with somebody, know, you know, those things about each other. That's what I was saying at the beginning. But you have to know yourself first to be able to tell someone your triggers mm-hmm. and what you don't like and what you won't try and your boundaries. Male will say this all the time. Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. When communication is the forefront of making stuff work, but boundaries come right behind it, if not before it. Because when you set those boundaries, if somebody breaks that boundary, that lets you know they don't really care about you. But yeah, I was agreeing. I, that's why I feel like celibacy, celibacy is you know, something you have to practice within yourself. If you're gonna practice that, and you know you're gonna practice that, don't involve yourself with anybody else. Learn about you. I still don't get that shit. You don't get okay. <laughs> I but I get what y'all was saying uh-huh. with the with the traumas, with the things like that. Yes, that's mm-hmm. understandable. Right. That's but that's where communication comes into effect. Mm-hmm. If there was no trauma, if there was nothing, and you you say, "Oh, I'm in love," why the fuck do you just leave somebody because you're not going to get that sexual? I I can't wrap my mind around. Well, it's another thing. Sometimes people have sex for. Sometimes somebody will just have sex, and after they have sex, they just want to keep having it. But I don't care it about that. Sex. I don't care how much I want to have sex. If my partner says, X, they want to practice Z, like, I'm going to respect that because... I, and the thing is, I wholeheartedly understand because right. you should respect that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's kind of like... This is what I say. If you can avoid getting into any type of relationship while you're doing your celibacy journey, avoid it. Exactly. Like, because yeah. these are the things that come into play when you're dealing with somebody else when you're trying to practice celibacy. But it's supposed to be a you thing. Mm-hmm. So instead of focusing on you doing your self, you know, celibacy journey, now you're focusing on what you want and what your partner wants. Exactly. And it's going to start issues and it's going to start, you know, fights and things like that. But that's where maturity comes into play. See, I don't... Mm. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand it because I feel like if I'm in that position, I can be mature enough to be like, okay. And that, and see, this is what we got to say. You have to... Re- like, we say this all the time. Not everybody will think the same thing, the same way that you think. Why? Because everybody was raised different. Everybody was yep. brought up different. Everybody went through different things. Everybody craves things more. It would be perfect if, like Jamil said, if your partner was just like... Okay, I love you, hurrah, let's do this together, or you do this and I'll be fine. Right. But it, it just doesn't work like that. And it's just, I honestly, I just at the end of the day, I just feel like it's a respect thing. If I'm going to go on this, respect it. But if you're going to go on it, do it by yourself. Yeah, I, I feel like if I was in that situation, I feel, and I was on the other end of it, like my partner was the one who was going celibate, and say that's not what I wanted, or that's, you know, whatever. I probably feel like I would want to not be in that relationship anymore because, and it's not even just about sex. It's about, because of what I see that journey as, you're going to grow in a different way Mm -hmm. and then you're going to come back to this relationship and it's it's probably not going to be the same anymore Mm -hmm. because that's the whole purpose of it. 
So honestly, it's that's why I said it's nice for two people to maybe practice that together. But when one decides not to and the other one's mind is somewhere else, it's like you're gonna go through this whole celibacy journey and if it does what it's supposed to do, you're gonna think different, it's, it's gonna do something for you, it empowers you, it, it does all of these things, and then you come back to this person who ain't done none of that, and you know, they ain't, they haven't done the, the same work that you've done. Mm-hmm. So what does that do to the relationship? It's, it's kind of like, yeah. it might not work when it's all said and done anyway. Yeah. So if you're gonna go on this journey to empower yourself mm-hmm. and, and to you know, have whatever journey you see it as, then I'm gonna take a back seat and be like, yeah. Okay. It might not even be about having sex with other people. It's mm-hmm. just about you have your journey. Yeah. That. Any other inputs, outputs? <laughs> okay. So next I wanted to touch on, and I feel like we talked about this in um, one of parts in this, but love languages. Because um, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people, look at love languages and they always look at them in a relationship way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I have to know my love languages or, you know, know my love languages in a relate like in a relationship, mm-hmm. but they never think about how important it is to learn love languages for yourself. Um, because like, because um, like back to what I was saying in the beginning, because I think of love languages as what I want from a partner and what I want within myself. And those are different. Because back to the beginning when I was saying um, it's important to take time to yourself. Quality time is a love language. Quality time is a love language that I used, that I had to learn to have both with myself and with, you know, a partner, someone else. So um, I just want to know, like, what are your guys' love languages and which ones do you feel like are important and true to you and would be important, you know, with someone else? That's not if you know the answer for you better than I know the answer for myself. Okay, so my love languages when it comes to a partner would be quality quality time, um, words of affirmations, and music, and everything black, right? Like, <laughs> just being in the household with your partner, music bumping, we cleaning up, or we're... We're fixing breakfast for the kids. We just listening to old, like, like old school your music. Scalp. Gre- mm-hmm. Like greasing my scalp and, and feeding my partner. And and what was that other one? Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. I saw it yeah. on Instagram. It's the not one page. Yeah. I want Instagram page. But just all of all a lot thing a lot of things black. Like just things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Those um, black cultures, black you know yeah. traditions. But for myself. Um, for myself, I would have to say probably journaling and meditating and putting mm-hmm. those little sticky notes on the um, mirror. And you guys helped me with this a lot, but actually confronting things, right? Mm-hmm. Like those conversations I had before I blocked the girl. Uh, <laughs> y'all, uh, y'all, uh, she was talking to this girl for like three days. <laughs> Block they got into it, and she blocked her on the third day. And every time, every time um, we talk about somebody having to cut somebody off and block them and get them out the way, we call it a what do we call it? She gonna get tied. That's what oh, we. Oh my that's god. What we say. Oh my god. But okay. <laughs> she gonna get tied. Okay, go Kim. I'm dead, but um, yeah. So, what the fuck was I saying? You were saying how. 
we helped you with that, you know. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like confronting people and getting to that point where I can say something without like being so fearful of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Am I still working on it? Yes, absolutely. Don't know when I'll get there, but I will get there. That's all that matters. Push yourself. Right. So, just simple things like that. Giving myself the time to give those boundaries and and let it be known that you're not going to fuck with me. Right? Mm -hmm. Things like that because it, and it's different for everybody. Some people weren't walked over when they were younger. Some people weren't gullible when they were little. Right? Mm -hmm. I was gullible and people walked all over me. So now I'm at a point where it's like, Okay, my boundaries are going to be set when I see somebody. Like, I'm going to make it known. Like, you're not going to fuck with me. Right? And is that a trauma response? Absolutely. Do I need to work on that? Absolutely. But I just think it's good that I'm exercising those boundaries and, you know, able to say no to somebody. Okay. Mm, For me... I kind of just have to see it in just the sense of not necessarily being in a relationship because I've never really been in a meaningful one. Mm-hmm. So when I think about just my love language dealing with people, I really love when a person can just see me mm-hmm. because a lot of the time, because my personality is different from day to day. So a lot of the time, and, and, and depending on the moment I'm in, so a lot of the time I'll be around people who think that they know me, think that they see me, but then there's always that person that's like, nah, like, they can spot something that everybody else doesn't mm-hmm. see. That's very important to me because those are the most genuine people in the world. And imagine being in a relationship with someone like that, someone mm-hmm. who sees you in that way and can, can see those things that other people can't see. That's just, oh my God, like, I have that connection, like, just on a friend level, I have mm-hmm. that connection with you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I love, those are forever people. Just, yes. Um, as far as love languages for myself, um, I would say quality time, but, you know, with myself, obviously. Yeah. You know, like, I, I really like to give myself time to, mm-hmm. to think and to have conversations with myself. Yeah, having quality time too. And to, you know, so, yeah. Because me and myself be having good conversations. Yeah, we be talking. It be tough. Me, um... In a relationship, um, I would say that my top um, love languages would be um, quality time, words of affirmation, um, music sharing. Um, Those are honestly like (laughs) my top three. Um, Music sharing is very important to me. I love everything music. I don't know. I just love the thought of somebody saying like, I made this playlist for you, or I bought this vinyl for you, or this line of this song reminds me of you. Just stuff like that is so cute. Like, wow. Like, um, I really, really love um, quality time. I love quality time because, like I said, I'm very, like, I don't know. I just love being around people that I love. Like, it's just, like, it's very, very, very comforting to me. So, you know, to be up under my partner now, yeah, I just like quality time. We don't got to do everything together. We ain't got to live in the skin of each other. But, you know, just being around my partner was like, I just love that. Um, myself, um, I would say gift giving is a love language I have between myself. I buy myself things all the time. Mm-hmm. It's very, I don't know, comforting, you know, 
to buy myself things. I love retail therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, quality time, spending time within myself, and listening to music. Music will cure my entire day if I let it. Because it's just a song for everything. Mel tells me all the time how I need to not listen to certain music because it'd be making me sad, and then I listen to more sad music to make me sad. But I feel like when I get over that sad, I'd be good. But yeah, yeah. And boundary setting for both, you know, boundary setting is a good thing. I wish I would have said boundaries in my last relationship. But, <laughs> but I'm setting boundaries in the new one. <laughs> but, podcast um, <laughs> but um yeah, I just feel like love languages are very important. It's important to know them. And it's important to know your partners. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Um, over Thanksgiving break, Thanksgiving day, I was in a car with my auntie, and um, we was listening to um, Charlemagne and them. And um, the Charlemagne, Club. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> and they were basically on a topic of love languages. Oh. And they were like, it's very important to know your love languages. But they was like, you know, learn your partner's love languages because this, you know this girl, this girl came on, it was like welcome, she was like welcome, she was like well, you know, me and my partner, we get into it all the time and they be tussling y'all. Because um, her love language is physical touch. She, you know, loves to be touchy-touchy, she loves to, you know, do things like that, but her partner hates physical touch. Mm-hmm. Like, hates it, like, he will, like, it won't be comfortable if you touch him. And she said that he tries to, you know, make up for that with gift giving, but she doesn't like gift giving. And she was like, and they didn't know that about each other before they got, you know, intimate in relationship when they were talking or whatever. So, yeah, I just feel like it's very important to know your partner's, you know, love language because something like that could be very, very bad. It is very, very bad. (laughs) It will be. It's going to catch up at some point. And I also think it's important to know what your partner's love language is for themselves. Right. Well. Yeah. It's very important. A lot of people don't think so about that. As a reminder. So, this is, you know, my last question for this segment. But I want to know, do you guys feel like you love yourselves enough to love someone else? Okay, so the whole love yourself to love someone else pisses me off, to be honest, because everybody is on their self-love journey, right? Everybody, you continue to be on your self-love journey every day, right? Because how you put your words out, how you how you dress yourself, how you look at yourself in the mirror, that's you practicing that self-love every day, right? Or trying to, at least. You're, you're, you're constantly thinking about, okay, what am I wearing? What do I look like, right? Whatever. You can be 80 years old had the best relationship in your life and still think that you're the ugliest woman in the world. You have the worst personality, X, Y, and Z, right? So I personally think only because this is my experience and where I've been in my life and I have been going through this journey since I was, since I could see, right? So um, I think sometimes in, in cases like this, it's needed. A relationship is needed to boost that, right? And that may sound like I'm trying to lean on one person for that. No, because not necessarily like I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like I just Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Never mind. Okay. Um I I think I see what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. Um I see as well. But for me, you said do 
Do I love myself enough to give love to somebody else mm-hmm. or be in love? Um, I love me down. Uh, <laughs> but I'll be honest in saying that uh, I'll be sounding like a broken record, but I love me enough to be able to be okay with only loving me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't really, I'm not too... Do I think that I'd be good in a relationship, you know, because of how much I love me and because of what I could give? Yeah, but... I guess because that's not something I really yearn for, you know. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Cause yeah, I I have enough self love to be great in a relationship and all of that. But you know, it, it varies on the individual. I don't. I love me enough to be like, you know what? I don't think that's something I need. I love me enough for the both of us. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just, I love, not in a conceited way, yeah. but I genuinely know myself. I'm very self-aware. I'm very, you know, I feel like I wouldn't be able to be with anybody who is any less than yeah. that. Like, you got to know you. You got to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to catch those things about yourself that most people don't catch about mm-hmm. themselves. Like, that's just the level I'm on. And so, you know, we shouldn't have to, like, exchange those things with each other. We should be in two stable places in our life because mm-hmm. I'm in that place of knowing me and loving me. Why would I wanna, you know, mm-hmm. you love somebody, you start giving those pieces of yourself to them, mm-hmm. so. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Go ahead. As much as I say like, what did I say? Um, well, Okay, so I'm going to piggyback off of what you were saying, right? How, and this is why I always say maturity comes in with everything, right? If you're still at a point where you're not loving yourself at an at a adequate age, you fucking 30 and you're not loving yourself, that maturity has to come into play where you can still be on that journey, but you're mature enough to understand the things about your partner and you are self-aware because... I don't love myself, but I'm extra self-aware. I have self-respect. And there are certain things that I do have that a lot of people who were very insecure or didn't love themselves won't have, right? So, like I said, I just think it's so many other factors that come into play with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because self-love and self-respect are two different things, right? Mm -hmm. Self-love and self-awareness are two different things. So you can have, you can lack that self-love, but have it in everything else, right? And the love is just a little, it's a little late. So, yeah, I just want to say that. I agree, because, like, so I, I would say that I am piggying back off of, because, like you said, self-awareness and self-love is two different things. Um self-respect and self-love is two different things because I will say I self-respect myself down. Um, I have respect for myself and I have, it's a lot, but my self-love for myself is kind of, um, it's not really there. Like Cam, like Cam said, it's a little late because in one, but honestly, truthfully, loving myself is kind of like it's a thing, it's gotten way, way better. And I kind of feel like I'm getting in that on lock, but my struggle sometimes is more like, um, like knowing myself. Like knowing myself is kind of my thing. Like I love myself enough. Like, yes, yeah, sometimes I have my days where 
I don't feel like, you know, I'm as pretty and, you know, I hate to think of my body and my roles and my weight. And sometimes people say that and that things about that, that triggers it. It makes me have to go down a whole die roll spiral and start to, you know, love my them parts of myself again. But I'm getting it and I'm very much better on it. But knowing myself is kind of, that's the thing that's like be at the forefront of me because I don't know, it's just like, like male. Like I aspire like the level of like, knowing yourself that you have. <laughs> I aspire that so much because I will hear male all the time, like male self loves to self, like he just told y'all, damn. Like he, and he says like he loves himself enough to be comfortable with just being like within himself. And I actually kind of aspire that being comfortable enough to just be by himself thing because I am not that person. I am very much a hopeless romantic, and I don't know, I just have, like, this, like, I really just want to, like, spend the rest of my life with somebody, or whatever. Well, sometimes I wish that I could be content with being alone, because men really be making me sick to my stomach sometimes. But, um, um, but, like, I don't know, it's just, it's things that I need to learn about myself, and those things, to me, are the push that will push the things that I don't love about myself to me loving myself. I feel like if I learn those things about me, it'll like kickstart that love and I'll be able to love it. But yeah, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's, that's my struggle. Enough to love someone else. Um, <laughs> um, honestly, I do. I do think I'm at a more comfortable stage within myself and loving myself that I'm able to get like you know, talk to someone else and build something up there. Um, I didn't used to be that way. I'm, I'm at that stage with a twist because I'm like ready to like, you know, I'm open, you know, but I just feel like if I get played with one more time, I'm gonna have to start whack a mole on these women's sons. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I. I you know, I love myself enough to have to get a little boo-boo. But, you know, I do feel like I'm comfortable and in a good enough stage to, you know, give myself to someone else and love someone else and be able to put them feelings that I do have out. Because I'm a very loving person. I have very mm -hmm. loving energy. And I don't get treated the way I should. Mm -hmm. Even friends. That'd be oh. another story for another time, <laughs> y'all. Another order in the court. What's those say? Next on the docket. But <laughs> don't copyright me, so. Okay. But... <laughs> But um, yeah, um, is there anything? Yes. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> okay, girl. Um, so the whole thing with you know, fuck. What were you saying? Who me or Mel? Um, I. Said, oh, the whole thing. Me not loving myself enough to like where, like somebody not loving themselves enough that they have to like get in the relationship. Okay. No, I don't love myself, but I do not, at the end of the day, I only have Karen, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't have to be in a relationship with somebody to feel like whole because at the end of the day, yes, a relationship is supposed to enhance your life and give you somebody, give you a partner that mm -hmm. you're going to be with for the rest of your life. Somebody that you, you're just, you have this intimate connection with, right? But... Even though, I just, I guess I'm just different because I don't think a lot of people think like this. Like, just because I don't love myself doesn't mean that 
I feel like I have to have that love from somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I at the end of the like day, that. my self-love journey is forever going, right? It's mm-hmm. never going to stop. So, there's never going to be... I don't think it'll ever be 100%. It's never 100%, right? So, yeah, I just had to say that. I don't need nobody. Even though I love myself. Thank you. My drop. <laughs> this is why it's important for... Self-love and self-awareness to go hand in hand, though. Mm-hmm. Because I actually think you have a lot of self-love, and I think the self-awareness may not be there as much. See? Because you, you love, you yes. love yourself. Because yes. you love yourself enough mm-hmm. to acknowledge the fact that mm-hmm. you don't need another person to fulfill certain things. Yeah. That's self-love. And, it, cause, and, like, cause, and I peep that every time you, you down, you know, the self-love that you have for yourself... It's more so confidence, mm-hmm. and it's more so confidence in how you look and how you appeal to others. How do I say this? It comes to a point where it's like, I still don't think, and I get like, okay, appearance is not all you're supposed to. Child, never mind. Mm-mm, come you on. know what you want to say. Just say it. But my, I don't come on. Yeah, I, I get it. I don't <laughs> No, uh, I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, so before I wrap this up, you know, is there anything anybody else wants to discuss, wants to talk about, we can throw out there, big or small? We always make something out of nothing. Right. Oh, I mean, I, I will say one thing that stuck with me is, is uh, the point that Cameron is, has made about how self love is a continuous journey. Like, mm-hmm. it never should be something. You always can elevate in that. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think anybody should ever uh, think there's a stopping point. Like, there's always something you're going to, yeah. you know, learn. You know, you might have it all figured out for you, and then you get into a relationship, and there's more growth for you to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always a new place to grow and, you know, love yourself, you know. So, that's the important part to remember, too. It's like, can you just stay in the whole time? It's a continuous thing. It never mm-hmm. stops. Yeah. I mean, I be thinking about this in my head all the time. So, everything that we've talked about, I've gone over with my head like 50,000 times. So, like, nothing really stuck with me. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm at a place now where I'm like, damn. So, do I love myself? But I feel like I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's not even just because, because a lot that I've, I let be seen is not what I truly, like, yeah. feel like 100%, right? Yeah. So... I do still think there's a lack, even mm-hmm. with other, you know, aspects yeah, of course. my appearance. Of course, there always will be. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. We can wrap that up. No, everybody say bye. Bye. bye.